0: Welcome to the podcast of Revival Life Church, a spirit filled multicultural church in Boca Raton, Florida. If you would like more information about Revival Life Church or Pastor Carl Thomas, you can find us on the web at revivallife.church. First off, I want to just, uh, you know, just thank Pastor and Pastor for opening this I to be able to just the parents and just be I um, love you and love you. This is my wife right here at the front, and a baby, so I'm new baby. I met her And, uh, I'm excited um, for a little guy back So, um, Hallelujah. So, I kind of want to start with uh, sharing the season right when I got saved. And I remember uh, when I got saved, uh, I was about uh, 20 years old and I had a day job and I was working at a, uh, a bathing suit guest. Um, you know, like uh, the Stargrass was a high up in the Eastern place. I was first person there and whatever. I was my job, my night job. I worked uh, in Miami uh, as a club owner for a uh, club. I don't know if it's out there. I had a colonel off the it makes food with uh, space. So that's, that's what I did. And uh, I remember there was this uh, soup clerk that uh, was right next uh, door to, to where I worked. And it was crazy because you know, that, those times are uh, very crazy. And uh, you know, I would go to clubs and, and uh, I used to, this was a long time ago, okay? I went to this, this a long time ago. I went to this a long time ago. Okay. It a long time ago. And uh, I used to do a lot of drugs and stuff like right that. And uh, I would, you know, end up, whatever time the, uh, the club was, you know, and whatever I did that night, kind of pass out of my car, wake up, and then race to, uh, to my day job in, in Saga. I used to say Saga. So this is a guy named Robert, right? And uh, Robert was just—he this, he was this—he uh, was uh, a trooper at the I think Stevens Island next to him, and he would he would tell me about these boat things. He would like I would you know I kind of I end right where. Uh, where, you know, because I opened the place and then the next guy was on camera, he was coming about like, an hour or so after me. And so I started it him that, as soon as he got here, I was on my on my first date. He was smoking my cigarette. And, uh, and then Robert would come and he was just sit and he was like, him, Duke, and then he would just start telling me about God. Like, I don't know who, he just started telling me about God. But there was something different about him because he was genuine. You know, I had seen Christians in the past, and Robert was here, but he was genuine, he was genuinely happy and you will consistently share to me Jesus. And I remember one time he was just like, you know, um, having like, it was a crazy time or whatever, smoke my cigarette again and rob the sick down and he goes, you know, dude, you remind me of my, uh, my nephew. You know, uh, before I can say anything, he goes, oh wait! And he's like, uh, So my nephew in Puerto Rico, he, you know, he got around these uh, rogue crowds of people and uh, some gangs and stuff, and he was trafficking drugs for them. And one day he had this bright idea that he would take the drugs and the money they gave him to trafficking, and just take the drugs and sell himself, and and, and do that. And uh, his family started getting worried for him because he disappeared for like two weeks. No one knew who he was, he was was hiding, and uh, one day these guys, these guys, they, they just follow him out, and they started chasing him down. And they chased him, chased him in Puerto and he saw, I mean, they found, like, he, he ran into a valley where there was no exit. No and uh, the guys to pull out the dog, they're about to kill this guy. And then right before they kill him, you see these two massive uh, figures that what do you think of anybody, Everybody just power on, 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 on the left and to the right and As soon as they saw it, they got so scared and, and they dropped the guns and they ran away. But two days were angels. And he goes, and now my, now my, 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 uh, my uh, nephew's a, a, a preacher in Puerto Rico. And he was young. And he would like, oh, I hate, I hate And, uh, and, uh, you know, and uh, he would do stuff like that all the time. And, and, uh, but he was a cool guy. Robert was cool. So, you know, you talk to Robert, and Robert listens to stuff and so you you, him, you know. And then uh, one day, uh, I was, a lot of stuff, uh, you know, is a short time. So, uh, so a lot of stuff in my, my life started going really crazy. And Robert looked at him and he was, well, you know, you've got a lot of stuff to be honest. Why don't you try God? And, you know, I've, I've seen Christian before. over here, I've just said something to me before, but this was different. Well, it was, you know, he said that it landed differently in my heart and I was open at that moment, and I said, okay. He goes, what do you got? He goes, well, I was using a huge machine, and it's uh, going to be a whole family, something about four days, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, okay. Just, they're going to feed you, don't worry. And I'm thinking, how is he going to do all this? Okay, what? okay. He goes, and it's, uh, you know, it's like $5 or $50 or $50 I'm like, $50 or You're going to church? I'm not going. Sorry. I'm not going. And he goes, he goes, do you got your money this. you got 90 minutes. you got 90 you minutes. You 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 I don't care. I'm not paying money to go to church." And he goes, okay, I'll, I'll pay you. So he pays most of the way for me to go. to he should be treated a little bit of money. And I go to the street long story short, not trying to be there. I'm the back of this little, 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 I'm being honest. I, I was not trying to be there. Because as soon as I was on the bus and started singing Christmas songs, and I was just like, I'm out of place. You know, and so I just said, God, if you're real, you're the God. You have so many like very quickly, and uh, we put our stuff, you know. Uh, 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 there's bonds that put our stuff in. I'm going to do them How they're going to keep this? And I'm ready. I, I, I close. I'm closed. I'm ready for him not to be open, and uh, all the way in the back. And uh, something crazy happened. He, the guy's preaching, preaching, preaching fast, and 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 and, uh, and I'm just very close. And then, all of a sudden, it felt like somebody was pouring water on me. So, I was just like, there's nobody behind me, but I feel this water, something washing me. And, and all of a sudden, I, I hear a voice, it's the first time I hear the voice of God, and, and God begins to talk to me about my father. He's like, you know, you, you need to forgive your father. And that was a sore spot for me because I uh, really, uh, you know, I had a lot of anger towards my father. I uh, was very embittered towards my father at that time. for so the things that happened when I was a kid. And he, and he says, it's the first thing God talks to me about. And uh, arguing with God for a little bit. And then I finally say, I'm being honest, right? I right, said so it was a long time ago. I was a long time ago. So, and uh, and I finally say, okay, fine, fine. And as soon as I do that, I was just overwhelmed by this love and the stress of God. And I fell to the ground. Uh, and, you know, I was just thinking of a lot of stuff. And when I got up, I was like, How did I get and, you know, I was just like, man, you know, I think God's a I think God's a I think God's a gospel. I think, you know, I think every single person in this room can relate to that story. You might like oh, I don't like it. I I do Yeah, you do. Know, you know, but I think we all can relate that every single one of us is lost, hopelessly lost, going the wrong way. And somebody said that gospel to us in one way or another, and our lives got changed, right? And so, the, the gospel is such a, a beautiful thing because yes, doc, the gospel is the gospel of salvation, but the gospel is so much more than that. Uh, so, I'm going to read some things here. The gospel literally means, as you probably know, the good news, and uh, it's the good news of salvation. But the gospel also means the good news of a king. I will say, a king. And the gospel is good news of a kingdom. I will say, kingdom. And, and, the, and Jesus was uh, the spokesman for this new uh, kingdom, and he was the king for obviously. And uh, everywhere word Jesus went in the Bible, he, he would preach, he would declare, he would share this gospel with everybody that he came in contact with. And, and the gospel was Jesus burning his eyes. That was the thing that burned in Jesus' heart. To, uh, uh, loop for. Before I do that, I just want to say this. I want to go grab I want to I grab it. Say, Father, I thank you that you have given me eyes that see, ears that hear, and I have a heart that's open and a receptive to receive from you today. Amen. Here I go. Amen. Amen. So uh, I-, I want to say, go through this study to this quick. quick. I send you Luke chapter four, verses forty through forty-four. All right. So, uh, oh, okay, good. So while the sun was setting, all those who had only who were sick, with various diseases, brought them to him and laying his hands on each of them. Okay, I'm each of them, he was healing them. Demons also were coming out of many, shouting, "You are the son of God." But rebuking them, he would not allow them to speak, because they knew him to be the Christ. When they came, Jesus left and went to a secluded place, and the crowds were searching for him. And came to him and tried to keep him from going away from from there. And this is what Jesus says. He says. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for I was sent to this purpose. So, wow. So Jesus I must go and preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for I was sent to this purpose. If you're taking notes today, I would like you to write uh, this phrase, I must go. That's what we're going to do We're, we're going to, the time that we have, I I just want to explore this uh, this phrase with you that Jesus said, I must go. Amen? So for us to really understand what Jesus said here, we have to really look at what he just said just a few verses before here in Luke 4, 18. So we're going to look at that and uh, we're going to see what he declared there. He said, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are bruised or oppressed." Hallelujah! Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah! Amen. They, 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 they can't get old. They can't get old. They can never get old. Uh, so we know the Scripture, right? You guys know the scripture? Come on, talk to me, all right? Talk to me. I'm not going to, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to be talking to you like a saying to you. You're going to talk to me. will say, I'm going to talk. I'm going to respond. Amen. So he said, so when Jesus was saying this, he, he was not just saying, hey, hey, guys, uh, uh, I'm anointed. Look at me. No, Jesus was declaring something so much more powerful that I'm anointed. Jesus says, when, when he said this, he was saying, I'm anointed to bring a new order and a new kingdom. When when Jesus was saying that he was saying, uh, "I'm declaring to you that I've come to establish something different." When Jesus when Jesus was saying that he was saying that the kingdom that I have come to bring is not like the kingdom that you're in right now. It's not like the religious system that you're in right now. That the kingdom I came to bring is an upside down, inside out kingdom. And uh, he's saying he's telling us, with right this kingdom." who uh, He's been anointed uh, to bring, and how this kingdom is going to be, to look. So, already, you said, you know, this kingdom of God is totally different from the kingdom of God. So, the world teaches us that, you know, you, know, you want to you you know, work, you this kind of stuff, and be on the top of the, the ladder so that where you can have servants, or you can have slaves, the, uh, I mean, employees, or, or whatever you want to call it. I and mean, not everyone that has employees is but you know what I mean. Like, you get to this place, and then ev- everything, it, it, it becomes inward to you, and then these people, these, you know, whoever, they do your bidding. And these no, that's not how it works. And, and in the society, before we said about the kingdom, that the poor are, are the lowest in the society. So, when, when he says poor, he's not just talking about economic poor. He's talking about socially poor, those people that their social status is very low. Jesus says, I have come for you. Those that are broken, those that have been called unclean, Jesus says, I have come for you. Those that are prisoners, those that are cast Jesus says, I have come for you. And I have come with good news that we're, we're, we're switching. I have come to, life. I have just set you free. So when Jesus says this, he was saying so much more. And so, in, in going back to Luke 4, 40, it shouldn't help us. So that's what Jesus said, right? So, when he says to them, while well, the sun, it just sort to of, uh, like 42, 43, so it says, When, they, when Jesus went to a security place, he, the crowds were searching for him, and they came to him and he tried to keep him from going away from there. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. I, I, I must go and preach the kingdom of God to other cities. I must, don't forget, this. this is why I was this is my purpose. So we, we see in the statement that uh, Jesus is saying, hey, he, I, I know this is glorious. I know this is amazing. These people just got here. You know, they just got delivered. We saw that the cancer got uh, eradicated. We saw the tumor get deflated. We saw the blind eyes open. That's oh, great. That's amazing. But I, I, I got to go because there's still other people that have not encountered this, this gospel. There's people that still not haven't met Jesus. And I have to go and tell them that I've come to set them free. I have to go and and, and to let these people that that all their lives have been told that they were unclean, that they were unworthy, that they were disqualified, that they were without God, that they were other, I have come to let them know that, that I I welcome them. I have come to let them know that I have come to make them clean. I have come to let them know that they are not disqualified because I have made them qualified in me. So that's what Jesus was saying at that moment. And... and, uh, the, the religious leaders, they weren't happy about that. They're like, wait, wait, what's okay. Because right now, we're the top. You don't really like this system that you're trying to bring. And, and if we read that back to Jesus, he, he tells them, hey, you know, there was a lot of widows. There was a lot of widows in your day, but Jesus kept in Israel. But he passed over all of them, and he went to a uh, clean woman, uh, someone that wasn't supposed to have God, and he met her need. That that there was a man, there were many lepers in Israel, but he passed over all of them. He went to this leper in in, in Syria, another country, supposed to be without God, and God met him. God healed him. And I I, I come to let you know that this is not just a moment. This is what God is doing. This is what I am doing. And He's declaring that I've been anointed for this, and the Spirit is moving on me to do this very thing. Hallelujah! Wow! Wow! So, you know, you know in their response to Jesus wasn't, you know, the best kind of response that he would do You know, The Bible says that when Jesus began to say, I will the, the Lord is brought me before he has anointed me to preach the gospel. You know, as Jesus says, they marveled at his words. They marveled at the anointing. And they're like, I don't know what i And then they say, wait, isn't this Joshua? even what? And, and he goes, he goes, oh, oh, and, they, and the Bible says, they got offended at Jesus. And, and you know what? They, 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 the Bible says that they were so offended with him that they started yelling, covering their ears and running at him to cast him off the cliff. They were going to kill him because of what he said to was about to do. That's, 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 that's all good or just to say? He wasn't just saying, I'm anointed God. He was, he was saying, what the system you to use? I'm about to turn it on his head. And God is anointed to And that's what the Bible says. Everyone knew that, that the Bible says that there is, a, there is a, the, the root of destiny, that the, the kingdom of God will be upon his shoulders. This is the kingdom of God. And he's telling you who the king, who the king is after in the kingdom of God. And they were enraged at him. And by the way, I just want to say thank you, guys. You know, I appreciate you. I was here a few weeks ago, and yeah, you guys are really nice for me, so But, you know, Jesus didn't have uh, that same reception. He, his first time preaching at his home church, they tried to kill him. Uh, they tried to kill him. Still, sure. They didn't like it. So they tried to kill him. So, I, you know, again, thank you, guys. I appreciate you, you know. We're not, not trying to kill you. Thank you, guys. But so, so, he, he's saying here in, uh, in the first I must preach the kingdom of God to other students also. For I was sent to the first Oh, so I, I don't want to uh, miss this point. So, go to verse 40, and I want you to see exactly what the Bible says Jesus did. They were offended at him. They tried to kill him. What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? It says, verse, uh, so we are in... Uh, I'll just, I just quote it or something. So, and that's my going to for you. It says that when they tried to cast him out, the quick, the Bible says that Jesus passed in the midst. He just passed through them. I want you I want you to say this with me. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. moving. So, what was his response from me today? Jesus he kept it moving. He kept it moving. And that's what Jesus is saying here. He says, So, Jesus teaches us, doesn't matter how good and glorious something is or how bad, I need you to keep it moving. I need you not to let anything stop you from bringing this gospel, for this is the purpose. And he said, keep it moving. So, here, he says, I I know this is good, I know this is glorious, but I must go. I must move. You know why? Because the kingdom of God is advancing. They always say the kingdom of God is advancing. Say, I want to hear you. That's right. The kingdom is moving. And we need to move with the kingdom. And Jesus said, The Spirit is still moving on me. And so I got to go. So, good, bad, glorious, I got to move. And I got to move with the Spirit of God. Amen? Hallelujah. So, we're keeping it moving, right? I will say, keep it moving. So, one thing that we learn is that the kingdom of God is never stagnant. The kingdom is always moving. Jesus is always there. And we have to move with it. So, you know, because so we, we can't say that in We have to be moving. So, let's just say the picture. So Jesus is there, the glory this is what we we pray to pray. Jesus. We pray that we have a meeting The people come and all the all the sick people come. You say your mama got cancer, bring her here. Your mama got diabetes, bring her here. Your mama got this, bring her here. Your mama that, bring, her bring, her bring her here. And then, oh, that person was that, that person is uh, demon possessed. Bring him to church. Bring him to bring him here. And that every single person that came left here. That's huge. That's huge. Every single person. Let's feel every single person, left delivered and Jesus was not. So in Luke 4, 18, Jesus began to declare "The kingdom is coming, and then now in, in, in Luke 4, 40, he is demonstrating the kingdom. It says, declare the kingdom. Say, 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 declare, demonstrate. Declare, demonstrate. So he's demonstrating the kingdom of God right here, and all this is happening, and now they want to tell us to end Jesus. Don't go, do, Jesus. Just sit down. Just, just hang out here. Just, you know, hang out. Hang out. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and, and, you know, we all, you know, we've been to those meetings where the glory falls, and we just we just get wet, and we're on the floor, and we're like, oh, my goodness, I just don't have this to the end. But it has to end, because... I've never meant for those moments to, for us to kind of hang out with those and camp out Those moments were always to propel us outside. They're always for, to propel us to go out. Amen. And you, in, in the tendency is that sometimes, that's all of us, that when God, we've been praying for God for something and He does it, He blesses us, He does a thing that we want to bring out there. And that's the way to. Because if you could do that, you might think that that was the purpose. The purpose was the, that thing that you came to. The purpose was, you know, that job and that style, to of like or whatever. And that's not the purpose. The purpose is the kingdom. Our goal is the gospel. And our goal is to go. Say, my goal is to go. Your goal is not to stay. the It's to go. That's our response. So, you know, there's, you know, this is not just good talk. I want to show the Bible. So, a few verses before this, we see this exact thing body out with Peter's mother-in-law. So, let's, let's look at Let's look at Peter's mother-in-law, all right? So, Peter's mother-in-law in verse 38 of the same chapter. Uh, so, I'll tell you about it. So, Peter, his, his mom is sick, and Jesus is at Peter's house. And uh, the Bible says she is sick with a fever, and they said, Jesus, you gotta help her out. You gotta help her out. And Jesus goes over there, and he goes, Oh, can okay, you go ahead? Okay. And he says, Fever, go. No. Yeah. He rebukes the fever, and he pick out her response. What did she do after Jesus healed her? What's warming up? Right? Okay. And then, so the Bible says that she immediately, i everyone say immediately, say immediately she got up, and she moved, and she ministered to Jesus, and she ministered to Jesus' guest. Ah, and we'll say minister to Jesus, minister to Jesus' guest. That's our response. When the kingdom comes, when you hear the, the kingdom declaring, when you're in touch and you empower God, your own response must be immediate. You must respond in in, 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 in ministering and serving Jesus and His people. And you know that word, like, I, 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 I think i gotta pause on that for a second. Because in this translation, it says, wait, and we're mission. Because, but well, that word literally means serve. And, and, and in, in, in that you know, ministry, ministry, that, serve. that That word means serving again. And sometimes we have this, you know, this kind of like kind of sky, this kind of, this the this, this, this thing about ministry. Ministry is service. will say ministry is service. And who are you serving? Who are you serving? Are you guys serving? Who are you serving? It's two people. It's different. It's different. It's different. We're serving Jesus and we're serving His guests. We're serving Jesus and we're serving His guests. Who are Jesus' guests? That's the question. Who? Everybody. Yeah, that's right. But you know, the, the Bible tells us exactly. Uh, who his guests are, and if I can have uh, 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 a worship, let's um, uh, go and uh that there. but the Bible actually literally tells us who Jesus' guests are. We don't have to guess. We we we, we know who they they are because to He told us. And uh, in Luke fourteen sixteen to twenty three, which is the same happening, is also in Matthew twenty two. And Jesus tells a story about a man. and man he says, "There's bears a the king. And it, 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 this king is having a, a banquet. And he invites them. Uh, he's having a banquet for a son, and he begins to invite people. He begins to invite guests. And, uh, and we'll see what happens. Uh, hallelujah. Can we get that scripture up there, please? So he begins to invite some guests. Verse 16 says, And a man, a king, who put this and that together, was giving a big dinner and he invited many at the dinner hour. He sent his servant he said to those who had been invited, Come. When everything is ready now, but they all alike began to make excuses. The first one said to him, oh, "I bought a piece of land, and I, said, yeah, I, need to, I need to go look at it. So please, consider me excused." The other one said, oh, "I have got five yoke of and I'm going to try them out. So please, consider me excused." Another one said, "I have married a wife, and for, for that reason, I can't promise." And the slave, the servant, came back and reported this to his master. Then the head of the household, the king, came angry, and he said to his servant, "Go well, into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring into here the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame." And the servant said, no, Master, what you have commanded has been done to fill this room. And the master said to the slaves or the servant, Go out into the highways and along the hedges and compel them to come, so that in my house you may be filled. So Jesus says, Hey, he's inviting his people and they begin to, to, to give excuses why they cannot not come. Remember we talked about sometimes when God does amazing things, we can walk Jesus just to hang out and he said, Oh, the goal is the do The goal is the do The Your goal is the goal. Yes, I bless you. Yes, if I can. Yes, the glory thing." the goal, the purpose of the changes. The purpose is the kingdom. And so the king is calling in this verse. The king says, Come, I invited you. I made a big dinner. Everything's on the table. Come, eat. And they begin to give excuses. Why did you not come when the king calls? And the king is calling this morning. The king is calling this morning. The king is calling this morning. He invites you to come and eat at his table. Oh, What's on the table? What's on the table? We got bread. We got bread from my body that was broken. That brings wholeness to you that we'll call them clean. were called unclean. the we What's on the table, Jesus? We got we got wine. We got wine on the table for healing. The blood that washes all your sins. The blood that says, you are disqualified. When you do that, you can't come back from that. The blood is on the table and washes it. Oh, what's on the table, Jesus? Oh, we got oil. We got oil. We got oil on the table that fills you. So it you. That moves on you. you to get my death. And Jesus says, "The king is calling. He i 'I've got everything ready. I've got everything ready. What are you going to do? Come. <laughs> so, my house will be filled. Go, 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 go. Get my guests. Go get my guests. Go, go get the ones." That because their infirmity, their language, they can't even come to the table because their spirit, their social impediments, their physical impediments, we're not, society's something do not sit at the table. At the table. At the table. <laughs> it's at Go not them. Just a minute. It's just all. They feel Go free them. Let them know I've made them welcome. Let them know I've come. Let them, let them know. Hallelujah. So the king is calling this morning. The king is moving this morning. Do you hear it? Do you feel it? Do you sense the calling of the king to come? He turns up at this table. the table. Hey, you! You were you were broken. You were bruised. You were qualified to. You, you had no purpose. You had no you know you had no identity. I come I give you purpose I give you identity. I fill you in my spirit. Will you now go and do the same? Will you now go and tell somebody to invite them to sit at this very table? If you were not even qualified to come, you're major qualified. Will you invite them to sit? It says, my dining table will be filled. My living room will be filled. My we Hallelujah. And so, the king is calling, and we as kingdom people, just the king's people, we must never be too busy for the call. We can never be too busy when the king is calling for us to respond to him. We must be like Peter's mother in law that when she is healed, when she is left, when she encounters the king in his kingdom, that she immediately responds and goes and his him, and brings, and, and brings his death, spurs his death. For his death, here we know, and lady, the unclean, the sinner, the lost. We need to save him. And Jesus says, "I gotta go to other cities. I don't know what cities you live in—Boca, Delray, Deerfield, Boynton, Boca Street, Miami, whatever. He says, "I must go to other cities." Amen. So I want to challenge you this morning, as we wrap it up, respond to the people. Bowls, son. Say it. That's the right answer. It's the right answer. We need to respond to the king because somebody responded to him and that's why we're here. If they didn't respond, would you be here? If they didn't tell you, would you know? If they didn't, you, you know? if they didn't preach it, would you hear it? Where were you when the king invited you? Where were you first when he invited you? Remember that truth screw me. Because he invited you. Now he's saying, who invite them. Just tell them what I did for you. Just go out do that. So, amen. The Lord is moving. He can hear calling. And I just want to just to say, hey, are you here? You need And, uh, that's it. That's all I got. If you guys can uh, stand with me. Let's <laughs> stand that with me. <laughs> and, uh, Hallelujah! Come on, if you put the to together. We're, we're we're going to stand here for a second. We're going to give you an opportunity to respond to this message. There's a prophetic anointing in the room right now uh, that God. I hear the voice saying that I'm tired I hear the voice saying that I, you know, I cried and the Lord is like feels right where I need to you now God's doing something so special in this, in this church in this season He's doing something so special He's like I really appreciate all the efforts now we're to do it myself," I said. "I never needed you to be somebody. I needed you to, to know that you're nobody without me. And uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put on top of what we already preached that we was so fabulous, Lord, we we're so mighty. I believe the Lord is challenging um, people. Who put faith in their dreams? So when when Duke said that the Lord is calling you to do something, I just felt uh, I just felt the spirit of revelation come in the room, I felt personally talk to me. I believe he talked to many people in the room. And I just want to bear witness that wasn't your imagination, that was the word of the Lord. And you'll be accountable for that word. You may have put a face in front of you that you need to invite, you may have put a a, a group that you need to lead. I I, I don't know. I I don't know what he told you. And I don't know what preparation it will take for you to fulfill that call, what you need to submit to, what what you need to be equipped for. I don't know. But I know that you're now accountable for that word. And in this season where God is just doing so much in hearts, God is calling people to accountability, to His Word, to calling them accountability to His shepherd and to His church, and ultimately to Him. And so, Father, we love you. What a great word, Father, we love you. We're going to have intercession tonight at 6 o'clock right here, but uh, I know Duke wants to lay hands on some people. you're right. Like, the, the goal is not that you answer an altar call in here, the goal is that you'll out there. Amen. The goal is that you answer an altar call, not in here, but out there, that you bring the altar of God to people out there. That's the goal, so that they can be added to it. To God. So, we will pray for people who want to translate on them, but let me just pray and bless you. Father, we, just love you. we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. What a, what a, what a sobering word. If you're online, you stand in the chat and, set, and just receive some prayer and ask the Lord to show you? Maybe you need a vision of what it is you're supposed to go through. We will pray through here at the altar, or you can just wait in your seat and put together with God and continue to talk. Father, we thank you today. We thank you as beautiful people. We thank you for your worship. We thank you, so for your we thank you so much for your presence. We thank you so much for your presence. We thank you so much for your presence. We thank you for this church. We thank you for a place of refuge. In Jesus' name, everybody say, "Amen." And we're going to for the Lord. Can you can come forward to receive prayer. He's tonight to sick those who can come. and bless you.